It's true. true. It's true. Thank you. Thank Hello. you. Oh, no, you're all too kind. Welcome sit back. Down. All right, sit down. <laughs> sit down. Welcome back to the Monolith Filmcast, folks. I'm Isaac. This is Jake. Hey there. We missed you. I hope you missed us. Yeah. We uh we just did a whole seven minute uh little warm up. It wasn't necessarily a warm up, but we accidentally just cut the recording on accident. Uh, yeah. So fresh start. <laughs> it wasn't really fresh an accident. Start. Well, I thought it was good. I thought we we got a new mixer, so we're uh oh, we're learning. We're learning as we go. New yeah. mixer, new mixer, same mics, yeah. same Jake and Isaac. That's right, same pod. Same pod, different uh you put lipstick on a pig kind of a situation. Exactly. That's what I would call it. Um, yeah. Welcome back to the film cast. <laughs> welcome back. A special welcome back yeah. to uh, everyone, everybody, but especially those who subscribed on the pro on the Letterbox Pro and Patreon accounts using oh, yeah. the code monolith, M-O-N-O-L-I-T-H, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. in doing so, Letterbox has funded this podcast officially officially kind of we're actually making Technically. some actual money from the podcast hit me with the cheers <laughs> close enough close enough <laughs> oh man they're really laughing jesus <laughs> all right, all right. that's a long one all right, all right, all right. so uh yeah if you haven't signed up for a pro or patron account consider doing so Letterboxes we need you great. yeah we need you. Don't do it without using our code, though. Might, yeah. as well, might as well be throwing your money down the drain. Throwing your money in the goddamn that. fireplace. Yeah, exactly. Do it for us so you get some kickback. <laughs> but yeah. thank you for listening again. If you've never listened to the Monolith Filmcast, we hope you enjoy it. You're here to fucking talk some funny nonsense about whatever movies we feel like talking. Probably not that funny. Sometimes. It just depends. <laughs> Jake's closer to the fucking sound <laughs> mixer right now, so he gets Ooh. to abuse all the sounds before Oh, that's a game changer. That's a game changer. We're going to have to get some new that's sounds That's a game there, changer. You know what we should do? For all of October, we should just put one of those like uh, like Halloween sound effect CDs. Oh, that's a great we'll idea. Just rip some of those in there. Just chainsaw. Just <gasps> we probably find one of those. Oh, chainsaw would be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I can find Vote one on YouTube. Vote in. On, not Utah, Utah. Send your votes for uh, noises or something. Yeah. So if you've never if you've never listened to us before, we hope you enjoy. It. If you've been listening for a long time, welcome back. And uh, yeah, like this. Oh damn. <laughs> okay. Oh. Perfect. Right. Yeah, Some it's of those. Kind of scary. It kind of scared me a little bit. But we we are getting our bearings again. It's been a mm-hmm. long time since we recorded the episode. Yeah. I think we uh, mentioned our last episode was... Flecking some old muscles. Some 4th of July episodes, I think. So yeah. it's been a few months. Long time. And we're we're going in... We're basically going in cold turkey. Ended midsummer, starting up again. Early, Beginning of fall. Early odd. Yeah. Um, season 5, episode 86. I guess episode I 1 of season 5, if you're counting it that way. Christ. Who's keeping count, though? You know? Not yeah. us. Uh, but <laughs> I guess we are <laughs> <laughs> today. We're going to be talking about Barbarian as our main film. Barbarian for our main discussion. New horror movie in theaters still. Uh, that's a good question. It's been out for a, I want to say about a month. By the time you listen to this, it's probably not in theaters anymore. It might be. Dollar it might movies. be. If it is, go check it out. Yeah, we'll make a if case for it. But before we get into that, we've got quite the rigmarole to catch up on. We're not going to talk about all the latest news and yeah. reviews. It's been gone so long, we're getting rigor mortis. <laughs> that was a good one. What's the news? What's big news? What have we missed? Just a couple of people died, I think. The people we know? No. Like oh, okay. celebrities. Hit me with some celebrity deaths. I don't remember. No. Shit. No, there had, no, somebody died recently. Who was it? Queen died. 
Oh, that's right. The queen. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? The queen died? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Woo. Woo. Quite an audience tonight. Hello. 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 Yeah. Who cares about the queen? <laughs> <laughs> Buckingham the, Palace. The Brits do, I'm Buckingham sure. Buckingham Palace cares. I'm sure they're worried about it. Um, okay, the queen died. That's a good one. I forgot about her. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's a prominent death. I'm going to say the first bits of news that come to my head, and then we'll just go off that. How's that sound? Okay. All right. Last of Us trailer That was dropped for HBO Max. That's what I was going to bring up, too. What do you think? I think it's going to be really good. I'm pretty I think so stoked too. for it. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure what you were going to think about it. But yeah, when I first watched it, I was like, this looks pretty good. Yeah. Every time I, every new thing that comes out of it, I'm like, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. I think I hearing the clickers. Yeah. I think the cringiest part is going to be watching the actors who are supposed to be clickers moving around like that. I think <laughs> that's going to be the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how but it goes noises, in zombie shows, man. Exactly. That's how it goes. But the noises, pretty good. Maybe they're getting some professional zombie actors on on set. Some Nightmare on 13th zombie some, actors. Some Walking Dead uh, extras. From... I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of the same people. Probably, probably a lot of probably White Walkers from Game of Thrones or whatever. Probably. Um, Pedro Pascal is Joel. Yep. What do you think? I, I think the, the main thing that the show is being really careful about showing anything of, they haven't really shown him talking. Which I think is like they're really saving that, yeah. And I because it can't, I you can't really tell like how the how his actor's voice is gonna, gonna be fit unless until you hear him talk. Sure. Seen him shuffle around like a sad old man, yeah. It's like that's half the fucking job, I guess. What about the actress? I forget her name. She's the Bella little, Ramsey. Yeah, as Ellie. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I haven't heard her talk. See, and I feel like that one was weird to me at first. They were mm-hmm. both weird to me at first, but yeah. every trailer I see with her in it, I'm like, she's gonna do good. Yeah, she's gonna be great. I mean, like even her character on Game of Thrones is very. Yeah, and I am prominent. I'm definitely over. Like, I think a lot of people are like saying like how much Pedro Pascal looks exactly like Joel. I think he just has scruffy beard and scruffy hair. Yeah, I don't know if he looks like Joel, but I don't need them to look like them. Salt and pepper beard, right? Beard, exactly. And like the little girl doesn't look exactly like Ellie, but she Mm. looks like a little girl, a little fourteen year old girl. So yeah, exactly. It's good enough for me. But yeah, I mean, we heard him talk in one clip, and it sounds like really good. Doesn't sound anything like normal Pedro. So. Sure, it'll be good. I'm, I'm excited, excited to watch it. I will. Uh, I'll be there day one, probably. Yeah, I will definitely. See the be. First episode. And you see still how haven't that seen. Translates. You still haven't seen House of the Dragon. Sorry. You still haven't seen House of the Dragon. Dragons. Fuck off. What are we talking about here? This motherfucker. <laughs> talking about dragons. This a movie podcast. Why are we talking about dragons? We literally just got done talking about the TV show coming to the same exact <laughs> streaming service. <laughs> yeah, it's a TV show. <laughs> so is House of the Dragon. Okay. Oh, you motherfucker! He's playing dumb with me, folks. This and was a Magic the Gathering podcast. Okay, okay, I'll see, I'll see. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right, everybody. <laughs> Give him a break, everybody. Uh, do some crowd work. Give him a break. Hey, you, where do you work? Anyways, Give him a break. So, no, you haven't seen House of the Dragon. No. Why? Well, I'm watching Midnight Mass again. Okay, that's valid. Um... What do you think of it on the second watch? <laughs> Midnight Mass? Yeah. I was like my third watch. Okay. Still good. <laughs> Still real good. Here's what I'm going to say to you, Jake. You need to get off your goddamn, get off the shitter. Get off <clears throat> get off the pot if you're not going to shit or whatever the saying is. And watch the House of shit the Shit or get off the pot. Yes, exactly. You know what? I, all right. I want to, but I'm scared. Of what? I'm scared to get getting burned your heart, again. Getting your heart broken again? Yeah. Here's getting the, my heart burned up by a dragon. Here's the thing. Doesn't a guy fart in the first episode? 
No, he doesn't. <laughs> he does, fart. I think. I he, think he doesn't does. fart. <laughs> I think he does. No, he doesn't. Patrick sent it to me, and I really am like, I don't think that's a fart. He's being fucking, uh, what's it called when you get your dick and balls cut off? Castrated? Yes. Oh, shit, that's what's happening? Yeah, so Maybe why would he fucking fart? Why would they fart. put that? Okay, but why would they be like... You know what would be really good to set this the tone right now is if he fucking farts. It I sounds think it's, like a fart. I really think it sounds What's like it a fart. What's it supposed to be? I just think it's a noise happening. It's like a like a something's moving it across the floor. It doesn't sound like a It sounds like a I don't think it's a fucking fart is all I'm going to say. Okay. I mean, a brave man would play the sound. You want me to look up House of the Dragon fart? I'm sure it'll come up. All right. I'll look up House of the Dragon <laughs> fart. Here we go. Oh, man. You're losing the top five this week. That's for sure. That's a good point, as a matter of fact. What the Who fuck won? was the last top five? I forgot all about that shit. Yeah. I might be retiring that shit. Fuck that. No one knows how to do these. That means I won. I don't even I'm remember. King of the castle. I'm the governor. We didn't put one in the post. Oh, maybe we didn't have one. Yeah. And then the episode, top five and top. I don't know. I think. Man, I don't, I don't fucking remember. The episode before that was the top five biopics. It was literally months ago. Yeah. So who knows? I, we'll just we'll just chalk it up to Isaac one that season and leave it at that. So. Uh, Strange suge- suggestion. <laughs> well, we'll let them vote and see what we, see what they say. <laughs> vote on what? <laughs> vote on who won? That doesn't fucking. Oh okay, God. House of the I Dragon. Sports work that way. House of the Dragon fart. That fart scene from House of the Dragon. Hashtag House of the Dragon. Hashtag Game of Thrones. <laughs> Play it. <laughs> Listen, the thing is, I think there's Play it again. I think there's no fucking way, especially because it happens but right when they pull his pants down. That, and if his anything ass that makes the case stronger. No, if that is so dumb, why would they do I that? Know it's dumb. One more fucking time. Here we go. Watch the fucking Play scene too. Oh god. Yeah, the scene it shows his ass as soon as it happens. This part does look pretty scary. Dude, dude, that's a fucking. I think fart. it's a guy grunting. I think he's going, like it's like someone fucking winding up to swing something. Imagine it's a grunt. I <laughs> do. I don't. I don't think so. It's Listen, too high pitched, dude. If it's a fucking fart, that's fucking stupid. So I don't. I don't want it to be a fart. The rest of the show good. Aside from yeah, fart. the rest of the show is great so far. There's uh, um yes. It's got, been very it's good. got that guy from um, Morbius in it. Matt Smith? Yeah. Yeah, and I remember talking big old mad shit on Matt Smith beforehand. He he's great. I think he's great. I think he's probably one of my favorite characters. He's like, Whoa. you're going to love him because I think he's like... Is he a bastard? Yeah, he's a fucking bastard. <sighs> I love a good but bastard. But then when he's like love doing shit bastard. and you're like, right, that's kind of cool. Yeah. There's, there is a lot of shit Jamie that... Energy. I'm going to say this. It's going to be kind of a spoiler. I don't think you're going to consider it a spoiler. You've seen Game of Thrones. I just I just need to put this out there on the record, right? Uh-huh. Way too many people online comfortably rooting for incest. <laughs> this, girl, this, girl, this girl is straight up 14 years old, mm. fucking her uncle, and mm. everyone's like, oh, me and my husband had to get saucy after that and like uh, that's fucking disgusting uh, what the fuck that's disgusting even when she's older it's still like that's her literal uncle come on wasn't that the relationship between john and daenerys also was and she his nephew? aunt yeah 
Wow. Fucking yeah. runs in Targaryen blood, I guess. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, dude. Those Targaryens be They do be fucking. fucking yeah. It's, it's Ooh, got some uncle, really. Though. Ugh. Well, way man, better to fuck but... your aunt. <laughs> um, oh, God. Yeah. I, it's, uh, there's a lot of stuff like that, but it's, it is really good. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I think you're going to be like, I think you're going to, I think you're going to be saying to yourself in your head, like, yeah, it's just okay. But every, cause I feel like every episode, usually 30 minutes in, I'm like, this is a little slow. But then by the end of the episode, I'm always like, oh my God, I can't believe these fuckers. To be fair though, I feel like that's what was best. That was like the better part of Game of Thrones. It was like, like I, if you remember in season one of Game of Thrones, there's like two sword fights. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, the thing is, too, is the first episode is great. Like, there's some, like, fucking jousting. There's, like, a whole attorney, and so they do, like, Ooh, jousting, cool. and there's a part where one knight bashes this other guy, like, right oh, in the shit. face with, like, an axe, and it is brutal. Like, I was, like, I gasped. I was, like, oh, my fucking God. Nice. Some really scary, like, baby shit going on. Like Baby shit? Yeah. It's, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it, but um, huh. I really want you to see it. And um, But also way more dragons. It's, like, everyone has a dragon. Because it's when they all still have dragons. Those Targaryens do be riding them dragons. Yeah, some of it's kind of goofy when they do be drive, drive, drive riding dragons. I'll be oh, honest. the dragons. I'll be honest. <laughs> they are dragons. Yeah, so. there's like a couple parts where they're like where Matt Smith's just like on a dragon and I'm like, <laughs> oh man. Mm, no. That's alright, dude. I'm a fantasy hit. I'll get behind it. Yeah, Love but a good dragon. some similar problems from season eight do pop up. That's like the worst thing you could have said. Yeah, I know, but it's there's the aesthetic problems. Oh, okay. Well, I can get behind that. It is so fucking dark oh yeah it is and like yeah they is keep it because of the compression it? that hbo uses because i remember like the shadows already yeah. on hbo were terrible looking. it's the hdr yeah I, I, it's the and here i'm gonna go on another stance hdr is fucking terrible listen i think uh, listen i'm i'm not even somebody who's like super against that point but i think you're not putting enough blame on HBO. No, no, no. I I think that is HBO's fault. They are the ones who well, it create it's a creative decision to it's not my TV's HDR fault. Oh, it's I the see. fact that how the show was color graded for HDR is oh, fucking terrible. I see. I okay. think HDR in general is just terrible. And you can like all the HDR fanboys out there can be like, Well, you're not doing your settings right in your TV. No one should have to <laughs> fucking have a master's degree in TV fucking settings <laughs> TV to be able engineer. to watch their TV shows. That's yeah. ridiculous. I think uh it's too dark. The bigger thing is OLED. Yeah, OLED looks fucking great. And it's just God. And like they do a they do a day for night shoot in one of, in the last episode. Ooh. It's kind of obvious, but I feel like they they took it so dark to try and even fake it even more. And it's just so goddamn dark. Like yeah. So yeah, I don't know. A lot of the lighting in the show, I hate. I just really fucking hate it. Yeah. But other, it's I like the rest of the show enough to get past it. But that is pretty annoying. Are you like? Rastafarian, oh, Targaryen. No, it it is though. There, the show does a you really good that? job. I hate it. <laughs> Why did she do that? It was cool. No, that it was, was so cool. What's her name? Uh, Daenerys Targaryen. That's I don't know right. the actress's name. Olivia uh, Elizabeth. Mm, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I'll say Elizabeth also. I used to know it. Yeah, it's in the back of my head somewhere. I'll think of it. Yes, now she's just somebody that I used to know. Good one. <laughs> Anyways, um, oh, we're back. Yeah, it's good though. It's good stuff, Jake. You yeah, gotta I know, watch it. I, I know. I gotta watch it. I'm sure I'll like it. But uh, commitment issues. By this episode, by this time next episode, real cut. I want fucking one episode under the belt. Oh god. Oh my god. There's seven episodes out. You're getting so far behind. <laughs> yeah. 
Listen, I didn't watch The Boys. I didn't catch up on The Boys. I'll watch it. I'll watch it, okay? Thank you. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Oh, The Boys was good. I watched all The Boys. And the newest season. Is it worst season? No. Best season? I don't remember the other seasons well enough to... I think season one is probably still the best one. Season one was fucking great. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Like, that whole part where Homelander's, like, listening, and it's, like, so scary, because he's just zooming all over town listening for two people, and they just have to be like, oh, my fucking, be quiet. (laughs) It's just awesome. I think season three is really good and has really good moments, but Mm -hmm. the ending is just very, very underwhelming. Okay, fair enough. Nothing really happened. (laughs) Okay, well... Okay, that's the boys. That's fucking House of the Dragon. You get, I'm telling you, dude, got to get on it, right? All right. Uh, I finished. Okay, I, now I know we can talk about. Fuck the news, right? <laughs> Who okay. cares about the news? We got a lot of. How, what'd you watch? I don't want to go over everything I've watched, right? Mm-hmm. Just got a couple things I would like to highlight that I finished watching. Talk your shit. Finished watching The Bachelorette for the first time. First season I've ever seen of The Bachelorette. How was it? It's fun. It's a lot of fun, but man, that show is uh dragged out way too long yeah the last week like the last week that they are there is like five or six episodes that's the sex week that's the week before the last week oh but i guess yes technically if you're including the fantasy suites yeah that's what you're talking about sex week the sex week uh then yeah technically i guess but like five or six episodes way too fucking long and then just for like a kind of underwhelming finale where i'm like these people are not in love with the people Mm -mm. that they're getting married to um, then we started watching Bachelor in Paradise, which is the same thing, but it's a it's a whole bunch of people. It's like thirteen girls and eleven men, Jesus, on an island. They're just kind of free roaming and can like fuck with whoever they want. And that's been god awful so far, but it's pretty fun to watch <laughs> yeah. just because of how cringy it is. It sounds really chaotic. Yeah, it, it doesn't is. sound like there's a really a drive in the show other than like we're just putting people on a beach. Uh, they're also still supposed to get married at the end, yeah, which is just dude. insane to me. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, new season of Ink Master came out. Been watching that. It's that's been epic. fun. It's been fun. Same old Ink Master cringe every episode, which is classic, which is fun. Um, oh, NFL fucking started. Me and yeah. Jake can begin. <laughs> you guys are fantasy league updates. Oh yeah. Yeah, we get, we became something of some jocks ourselves uh, <laughs> since the pod went I'm off the air. I'm a jock myself. Yeah. First thing Jake said to me, haven't seen this kid in two weeks. First thing he says to me when he walks into my house is, you believe that shit that happened with Tua? <laughs> what kind of fucking conversation is that between oh, me and Jake? God. Never in my the life. The Miami Dolphins quarterback, if you yeah. didn't know. We know, though. <laughs> that was the team you picked, too. Remember yeah. when we did your draft? Yep. Do you remember what other team you picked? Panthers? I think so. Yeah. But Miami Dolphins, that was a great team. I'd, pick, I'd go for them. Yeah. Well, yeah. hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. You know I mean? My Steelers are not going to be doing good this year. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing better in this fantasy league than I thought I would be, to be honest. That's true. We're tied right now. We two are two. tied. Two and two. We um, butt heads. It's going to get ugly. That's going to be a fun week. Going to get ugly. I can't believe that not one person has watched a football game with me yet, though. I, dude, I'm sorry. I love you. I don't ever want to watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. If it's there was a, another thing we talked about is like, they're only showing this shit on work nights. Fuck that. I'm not watching yeah, this fucking three hour game. That's a that's I got to wake up at seven the next day. Um, well, okay. If there was one on a Friday, I would absolutely dedicate sure, one sure, Friday sure, sure. to have some beers and watch football with you. 100%. Here's the thing. But there's not. Here's the thing. Okay. Mayumi, Mayumi and Josue did watch a game with me. Oh, that's nice. Okay, so fair enough, right? Yeah. We watched the Giants yeah, like lose. Yeah, Josue's a big Giants fan. Poor oh, guy, right? That sucks. They're doing way better. than They're 3-1. and one. They're not that bad. Oh. <laughs> um, that's Josue's score. It is. Yeah, it is. Wow. Um, so, but 
here's the thing. I get what you're saying, right? Monday night game. That'll be in three and two. You're oh, he's about to be three and two. Are you going against Husway this week? No, I don't know who he's up against this week. Me, I think actually. Oh, never mind. He'll be three. He'll be four. <laughs> 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 uh, here's the thing. Monday night game. It's primetime TV, right? It starts at like six o'clock. It's not that late, but I totally get it, right? It's just it's a Monday night. I get Monday. it. It's and now, but but watching it at home, that's perfect. Yeah, right. I'm at home Thursday night. Hey, tomorrow's like tomorrow's Thursday night football kicks off the week. It's really fun with the fantasy league because yeah. Thursdays, I'm like, here we go. Who's gonna win this weekend? So oh, Thursdays, are Thursdays, fun, Thursdays are fun, right? Rock. But here's the thing, Friday Junior, Sunday, right? Uh-huh. I get you don't want to watch the Sunday night oh, game. Jesus. But the games are all day. They start at eleven a.m. We can have it. We can have it. We can get shit faced at eleven a.m. watching oh. the first game. Oh god, eleven no, a.m. I'm not my saying ass. that sounds miserable to do with you. I just oh man, the thought of being drunk right now. It's just yeah, yeah. I know that's fair. Yeah, I don't want to drink right now but there's an eleven. The game started eleven. Next round starts at like two thirty, and then the last round starts at six o'clock. Yeah. So it's like. You got plenty. Even one game. That's all you need. That's all you need to watch. Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. Go home. You've got plenty of time. It's just that, you know me, I don't like doing shit on Sundays. That's my biggest thing. I'm honestly way more open to a Thursday game together than a Sunday. A Thursday night football game would be very fun to watch. Sunday game, I'm, Sunday, I'm not doing shit. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, who's playing uh, tomorrow? Looks like Monday uh, off. Who's playing tomorrow? I don't know. Let me look. Before we turn this into a whole football pat, I got to go to the uh, gym tomorrow. That's true. You do need to go to the gym tomorrow. I really need to go to the gym. Dude, you got to get off that fucking nine to five shit. That shit blows. <laughs> what, huh? What are you so mad for? Okay, tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck you. That's what. Tomorrow it's the Colts and the Broncos. God, that sounds like a fucking. Yeah, ex- my feelings exactly. <laughs> sounds like a boring ass game. Oh, God. This shit's that. awesome. Anyways. This shit's fucking awesome. Yeah, so that's what we've been up to this week, yeah. or not this week, but last six months. Yeah. What's what's the best movie you've watched since we've been off the air? Definitely Barbarian. You think so? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I'd have to check. It's one of my favorites. Watch Pearl. It was all right. Pearl's fine. Here's I didn't the thing. really like it. Let's let well, make, this not, be I didn't good, like it. I just thought it was fun. Yeah, I just thought it was okay. This will be a good segue. This will be a good segue, because I think me and you um, have been the harshest out of literally anyone I follow on Letterboxd about that movie. Yes, that's true. You and I on my Letterboxd. Everybody else gave it eights. Yeah. I gave it a six. And I, and I don't want to say like we, we didn't, I didn't hate the movie. I just thought it was boring. I just thought it was kind of boring. Yeah. I think, uh, it gets really, uh, conceptual sometimes and that was cool. Yeah. Um, it was good. But yeah, no, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I trailer makes that movie look a lot more exciting than it actually is. We saw Nope. Oh, Nope was great. Nope was great. Nope was so good. Yeah. Had a Prey wonderful cool. experience watching Nope last time. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was funny. Yeah. I like uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies probably better than Pearl. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. More fun. Oh, Don't Worry Darling was fine. Yeah, that was really disappointing. I haven't talked to you about that yet, Don't Worry Darling. That sucks. I kind of go, like, with yeah. movies like that, I was like, yeah, I'm interested, but... I'm still going to wait until, like, a couple of my friends see it. And then yeah. you, you saw it and gave it a six. I think Calissa gave it a seven. Yeah, seven or an eight. Here's like, the thing. Yeah. I think that, that shit. most people are being unnecessarily harsh, I think. I think some people are like, this shit was fucking terrible. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. It was serviceable. But there's a lot of just, it was just, it was too long. Too long, huh? I think there was, like, it's not even necessarily that the movie feels long. There's just so many sequences where, like, the point that they're trying to get across has it's gotten across and then they're still just talking about it. And I'm like, 
why is this script like this? Like, like they're still trying to build tension, even though like they're kind of past that. Yeah, it's like like there's like a reveal happening, and like the reveal has happened, and then they're still like, wait, 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 really what's going on? Like, what are we? Yeah. Why are we here? And I'm like, oh my god, that sounds frustrating. Move some, move to the next point now. Like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like that, kind of a lot of unanswered questions. I don't know. I think a lot of people are confused by the ending, which is strange to me. I didn't think it was that confusing, but. Oh, I did fucking shush somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. Should I tell a story? Tell a story. Do I need to tell a story, though? No, but it's a good one. It is a good one. It is a fun one. Okay. I had to shush someone again. Mm -hmm. As you do. A typical occurrence for you. (laughs) I'll tell my shush story. By the way, you got to report the theater that happened. Cinemark, West Valley, XD. At this point, this place is is a serial offender, this place. Probably. Happens every single time. Probably. Also, not even reclining seats. So it's like, oh, God. What the fuck are you doing to me, right? It's disgusting. Okay, here's where the story starts. Thursday morning, Calista's like, are we going to see Don't Worry Darling tonight, right? So opening night, right? I'm like, sure. Why not? Uh, I go on, I'm like, you know what? It's just going to be me and Calista, so why not go to Cinemark West Valley? It's the closest theater to us. No reason to drive to Jordan Landing, right? (laughs) There'll probably be way less people there. You fool. And there was way less people were there, right? When I buy the tickets, completely open theater. Mm. So there's the handicap row, right? Mm -hmm. Then there's the row behind it that has the metal bars. Best row. And then, see, that's what I fucking should have thought, right? (laughs) But I went, you know, I'll go one more more row back. Dead center, two seats, me and Callista, whole theater to ourselves, right? Date night. Date night. (laughs) Get there. Turns out the fucking cashier and the girl in front of us in line are best chums, right? I'm running late for my fucking movie. Get your snacks and move out of that fucking way, please. Uh, But that wasn't that big of a deal. We didn't miss anything from the movie, right? But, and here's the thing. I'm not mad that there's other people in this movie theater. I didn't think that we were going to have the whole theater to ourselves. Right. We get there, right? There's some more people up further, up Mm -hmm. in the back seats. But these two psychopaths right <laughs> have gotten sorry sorry that's ableist i probably shouldn't say that but like you know these two people who are not i don't two know freaks. what you're thinking i don't know what you they don't have the social skills to be like what are you thinking they bought the two seats directly in front of us in an entirely open theater that makes me sick they bought the t- and i'm like why would you do that why would you because now it's gonna be so awkward there's no one else in these rows at all that makes me ill so it's like you want us to sit here right behind you two kicking you in the damn head the whole fucking time no i'm not gonna do it so now i'm pissed right we got to this movie he's pissed off later than they did and i'm like i'm not sitting there anymore so me and Calista just scoot down like three or four seats to the right mm-hmm Whatever, not a big deal. They got here. Weird choice. I'd have never done that, but whatever, right? Uh-huh. Who knows? Maybe it's their first time going to a fucking movie. <laughs> then they are talking the whole goddamn time. The well, whole time. They? Level? Why wouldn't they? Oh, why? yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? They're just like, why wouldn't you just push it on the button? <laughs> well, you know, if that, was, if that was me, I would just do this. That's my favorite uh, That's my favorite talker in the theater is the commentator. Yeah, like commentator of like, ones. oh, uh, actually, this part was actually really funny because I wouldn't have done this if I was this character. Yeah. In this fictional thing, I wouldn't have done that. I fucking hate that. Yeah, that's my favorite Watch one. the movie. So I'm like trying to be, I'm like, I'm not shushing them yet. I haven't done like a shush at all because uh-huh. it's not, it's audible, but it's spaced out enough that every time I'm getting ready to, They'll still quiet down. That's an even worse crime. Right. Just like really riding that line about aggressive or not, right? Hiding right in your blind spot. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Camping there, setting up a fucking tent. I do do keep clearing my throat. 
you know, mm-hmm. trying to get the point across. Yeah. At one Make point, aware. yeah, the first aggressive action I take, passive aggressive, whatever you want to call it, sure. is um, I adjust my feet very loudly and kick the seat in front of me, which is two seats down from them while they're talking. The wife kind of looks over and she stops for a second, right? But he's still fucking mumbling away, twiddling <laughs> a little willy, doing whatever the fuck he's doing, right? Twiddling his little willy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Then finally the the credits roll, whatever, don't worry, darling. <laughs> right? That's all happening, okay? They're talking already. Going, going for it. Beep, 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 beep. I'm not even mad that you're talking during the credits. I'm just Beats mad that so you've been talking through the end of the movie into the credits. And so I tell Calista, I'm going to say something. You have a duty like, to fulfill. Yeah. And she's you're like, being called to action. <laughs> she's the like, country needed you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I was ready to get my 10% veterans discount after this. <laughs> They're uh, going to pay for your college. They should. Give me 10% off at IHOP. <laughs> I lean over to Cliss and I'm like, I'm going to say something when we leave. And she's like, please don't. And I'm like, I'm going to though. So if you would like to leave so you don't have to like get embarrassed, that's mm-hmm. totally fine. Fiance pleading for you to not go over shore. <laughs> He's like, don't do it. It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to pay for my school. Yeah, exactly. So she gets up and leaves the theater. And I, uh-huh. I get it, right? I get it. She doesn't want to be put in this awkward situation where I'm beefing and she's well, just you're sitting there. You're locked and loaded. You got your, I'm like, you got the, the mud A man's got to do what a man's got to do. On. Yeah. It's too late. I ever, I, I'm too far you gone. You jump out of the point. plane. You're deployed. Yeah, exactly. You're deployed in enemy territory. Babe, I've already waved to the fucking party bus driver. I am a <laughs> diving towards Twin Towers, or not Twin Towers, <laughs> Tilted Towers. <laughs> I'm diving towards Tilted Towers Imagine right now, Fortnite, right? They call that area Twin, Twin Towers. Towers. Jesus. So anyway, she Dude. gets up and she leaves the theater. And You're taking fire from all directions. I'm like... You're in the bunker. You're in the trenches. There's still people behind us too, right? And so finally, I, and they're they're still sitting in their fucking seats. They're shell shocked, whispering to each other. No, they're not shell shocked yet. They got no fucking idea that they're in my crosshairs. No, they got idea. no idea what's coming their they have way. No idea they're in the fucking splash zone. They were like, have a phone. I didn't see it. So they. That's maybe a little fucked up. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Rest in peace to any victims out there. Bleep that part. <laughs> We'll see. Um, no, I'm not gonna, yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, so I'm like, all right, here we go. Holy fuck, I'm glad you told the story. I stand up, right, and I walk over. Now, here's the thing. Because I didn't shush them during the movie, I've had the last 30 minutes of this boring movie that I was kind of checked out of just, like, thinking in my head, like, How am I gonna do what this? am I going to say to these motherfuckers? Yeah. Uh, so I finally get up. Right? You think their life is flashing before their eyes when they see No, not yet. Out? Not yet. They don't know, dude. They got no fucking idea, right? <laughs> yeah, At this yeah. point, innocent bystanders, right? They got no idea that I'm freaking uh, Michael, just fresh out of the hospital, Grand Theft Auto Five, about to steal another car and go on another rampage. They got no idea that's about to happen to them, right? <laughs> All right. I walk up. I'm walking down my aisle, which is behind them, and I get to their seat. And then I put one hand on each of their seat and kind of pull it back. So now I've got their attention because I've uh, I've adjusted their seats a little bit, right? I've pulled them back. Yeah, that's good. And then as they're turning to kind of see what's going on, I leaned my head down in like right in between their heads, and I was like, "Hey, I just wanted to thank you guys for your commentary. We really enjoyed listening to you talk the whole fucking time." And then I just. And then everyone stood up and cheered. Fuck those two! Hey, thanks everybody. 
And then I just left. I just left. Right. Damn. And I, I was, that was it. That I was think it. they had like an awkward drive home. You're like, Jesus, that kid was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, damn. I think whenever we have an interaction like this with somebody, right. Uh-huh. I think the way they tell this story is this fucking, fucking dickhead, <laughs> right. And they're making fun of me. Right. They're like, Definitely. Oh, and they're also like, you didn't even like the fucking movie. What's the big deal? Right. I just, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It's the, it's the principle. It's exactly. an etiquetted situation here. Act not- like an adult. You're not six years old. Why are you talking out loud? This is a bar. And I also always try and give the benefit of the doubt. I'm always like, first cro- the, th- the first thought that crosses my mind is I'm like, what if she's blind and he's visually describing what's on the screen to her? Right. And then the next thought is probably still a better way to go about this. Probably. But I'm not going to, you know, I, I get it, right? But that's not what's happening, yeah. right? That's not what's happening. So I get it. Anyways, yeah. I remember when I told you that story, you were like, geez, dude, you're brave. And I'm like, no, nah, first of all, this guy wasn't going to kick my ass, all right? I was in no physical danger, right? If it was, if this was someone my age, pff, I don't think I would have done that. I probably would have just shushed him, Yeah, right? Like I usually do. Yeah. Typical. <sighs> but yeah, Typical fucking reaction. annoying. We did have people talking during Barbarian, too. Not enough to the point that I was like, Oh, Shush. yeah, a little bit. They were just a little old bit. people. I yeah. was like, for, if anything with them, I was like, she literally cannot hear his ass. He has got to talk this out. <laughs> so that's true. I was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you came more. home unscathed. Seems. Yep. I. You should have seen the other guy though. He went <laughs> home. His wife was like, "Jeez, between his legs, you really got fucking emasculated by that kid, didn't you? <laughs> by that little by that sporty spice. That kid looks like he does a film <laughs> podcast. You're gonna let him talk to you like that, motherfucker? Yeah, they have no idea. They have no, no, no idea. The story is being broadcast to. He might not even be around anymore. Literally dozens of people. For all I know, they already filed the papers. <laughs> that might have been her last straw. <laughs> She's like, you know what? You know what? I this can't is, fucking be with you anymore. We've been halfway in the grave she- <laughs> for, for months now, and this is... Yeah. So anyways, hope those people had a bad night. But yeah. um, Well, can't have a good night after something like that happens. Yeah. yeah. Mediocre movie, get yelled at <laughs> by some fucking dorp. The whole time he's just like, babe, my fucking stomach is so fucking bad. My fucking ulcers are really kicking in. And I'm like, you shut the fuck up, please. <laughs> oh my God. He's uh, like, oh, we shouldn't have gone to a movie when I get stomach ulcers. She's shit. like, please, can just stay from the movie, please, like, please, oh, please. Oh, we shouldn't have had that, Baby, that, Freddy's, that Freddy's custard movie I after. I think that warped the to put oil in the machine instead of butter. The day after, I. Got diagnosed with twelve stomach <laughs> ulcers. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the movie Ugh, was just all right. the great movie story. Was just all right. But uh, great story. Yeah, I won't see that movie. No. Yeah. I, I. You can skip it for sure. I'll look up the Florence Pugh Harry Styles scenes. <sighs> and even then, they're they're fine. I mean, here's the thing that like you can't I can't tell you without spoiling it, but people have pointed out like the uncomfortable nature of those scenes in hindsight after you finish the movie. That's like okay, fair enough. Mm. So like contextually. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Um, aren't Florence Pugh and Will Poulter, like, aren't they an item where they got steamy in a hot tub one time? In IRL? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think, I think they are. Who the fuck do you think he is? Dude, they're two handsome, good-looking people. Will Poulter? You're going to sit here and tell me Will Poulter isn't sexy? I just can't. I know he is. I know he's gotten shredded, right? Isn't he muscles. the kid that's in the, he pissed his pants a little bit in that one picture? No, that's Barry Keegan. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I know. He bought the shorts like that. He did? Sure. They came pre-pissed in? Yeah, it's the style. <laughs> they already had pre-come in them. It's the style. Anyways, Do you think no, it's Will Poulter, I'm sure it's pissed. It's got to be pissed. Jesus Christ, if it's cum, I mean, <laughs> enough to soak through? <laughs> My God. Oh, man. 
X-rated so we fucking episode. watched Barbarian. Yeah. So anyways, we did reach out to Zach Kreger. <laughs> did he reply? He did not. He did not you reply. Don't, you don't even need to tell him if he didn't fucking, reply. Which sucks. Well, I only want to bring it up because I think the only reason he's not doing it is because he's working on the Barbarian sequel, Neanderthal. No, you didn't listen to the podcast, dude. <sighs> I, did I ruin your joke? You ruined my joke, I'm Isaac. Sorry. The joke was Neanderthal, I'm man. sorry. I started going off on you before you got uh, to that point. Yeah. My fault. No, my he fault. said he wouldn't. It was he a good joke, He wouldn't too. personally make a sequel. He said he would said. like to see it if the barbarian went to college. But <laughs> uh, we, we need to just, we're going to, I want to split this up a little bit. I don't want to dive into the whole, whole thing. I All do right. want to have a spoilery conversation, but I do want to. Not spoil this movie specifically. Yeah, I think we don't even maybe maybe we don't need to get into spoilers, but we'll see where the conversation takes us, and yeah. we will give you plenty of warning beforehand. Right? Yeah, good idea. But yes, Barbarian. So I first saw Barbarian. I've heard I saw people talking about it on Twitter, and like I, I had seen some people talking about it. Ethan's review was really the one that I was like, okay, fine, I guess I'll see this movie. Yeah, people hype up horror movies a lot on Twitter, and half the time they're shite. So I was like. I don't care about this. But then Ethan gave it an eight. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. probably worth checking out. Mm-hmm. The synopsis caught my eye, right? Synopsis, great synopsis. Yeah. Young woman uh, arrives to her Airbnb to find a mysterious man who's already checked in for the same time. Against her better judgment, she decides to stay the night. I was like, okay, that sounds spooky. That'll be good, right? Boy, that's the oh first boy. five minutes of the movie. Is that the perfect amount of information? Yeah, that is, that's literally the first few minutes of the movie, and that's it. Yeah. Um, so me and Clista saw this movie while we were in Texas waiting for our flight on the way home. Oh, right? that's awesome. We went to, I don't remember what theater it was out there. A lot of theaters out in Texas, gotta say, smell like wet fucking hamster cage. Nice. Which is pretty disgusting. Got uh, that, uh, but, uh, yeah. Smellotronic in there. Pretty, yeah, I was watching that shit in Smellovision, yeah. I was watching that shit in 4D. Uh, um, so that added <laughs> to the experience for sure. The murkiness of it and the murkiness of the smell of the theater. Murky, wet, and muddy. Um, no talkers though. No talkers. All right. I'll take a shit stink over some talkers. Yeah, any exactly. Fucking day of the week. And, and uh, the week. <laughs> fuck, I've been seeing movies at the tower. That, that place fucking reeks after a both. Rocky Horror Picture Show <laughs> showing. Um, uh, damn. So, and very good. Took me by surprise. Didn't know what to expect. Had me jumping in my seat. Had me <sighs> shivering. Had me hiding under the covers. Right. Ooh. All sorts of stuff. Me and Callista were like, "Oh god, oh shit, oh fuck!" Right. Oh, great stuff. Great. I was really. We almost didn't watch it. I'm really glad we did. Glad you did too. Glad you did too. And then when I came home, I was like, "Jake, we got to see it again." So I saw it again with Jake. What did you think? Um, Your first impression. What did you know going into it? So yeah, I had a very similar. Well, not very similar, but my first exposure to this movie was also Ethan. Ethan just came home one day. He's like, "Heard a barbarian," and I was like, "No, what is that?" And he's like, "I just thought you should you should really go see that." And I was like, "Okay," and then I was like, in my head the whole time, I didn't really inquire anything further about it. Um, but I was like, "Okay, probably <laughs> uh, a movie about barbarians." Yeah, right. Probably a bunch of cavemen running around bonking each other. Maybe there's a monster. That sounds cool. Um, and then I read the. You actually explained it to me next about the just the general synopsis. Like this is what it is. It's about like an Airbnb. And I was like already my brain's like whoa. Well, there goes all, all my pre pre. Right. Then you pre, just start thinking. Yeah. Okay, it's gonna be this guy's a barbarian. I'm assuming. <laughs> no, after that I was like because I knew at that point I was like I know the movie gets wild apparently so right. I'm sure something else will happen. I think a monster's involved. That's like the most I thought about it, though. Saw it, and just right off the bat, the presentation of this movie is off-putting, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, just right off the bat, 
just the lighting of the neighborhood she's in is just really scary. It's really it's just really unsettling. It's really yeah. spooky. Really great at just setting up the atmosphere around it. And yeah, I uh, I loved it so much. I thought it was amazing. I've been recommending it left and right everywhere mm-hmm. I go. Yeah. Um, but what I think a, a really big thing I want to bring up, we don't have to dive into this yet, but I found out, well, I found out before I even saw the movie, but I forgot. And then yeah. found out again, middle of the movie. I twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Middle of the movie, I remember <laughs> that the director of this movie uh, of, well, I'm not going to say that's what he's famous for, but he was a part of a sketch comedy show that I used to watch growing up called Whitest Kids You Know. Mm-hmm. His name's Zach Kreger. He's directed one other movie <laughs> called Miss March. Right. which is just terrible. not <laughs> I haven't seen it I wouldn't say it's terrible but it's not it, I can't imagine it's very good right. can't imagine it's also anything like according this according to the movie. reviews it's not very good and based it's on movie. its synopsis it does not sound very good isn't the synopsis like Zach Kreger plays like a guy who's dating Miss March in like Playboy calendars or whatever and then it's, he goes into a coma for like 12 years and he can't find her it's like, like that. I think basically it's here I'll read it to you the uh, the synopsis is um a young man awakens from a four-year coma to hear that his once virginal high school sweetheart has since become a centerfold in one of the world's most famous men's magazines. Oh. He and his sex-crazed best friend decide to take a cross-country road trip in order to crash a party at magazine legendary mansion headquarters and win back the girl. And his sex-crazed best friend is played by... Trevor Moore. Trevor Moore. Um, a lot of adjectives yeah. in that description. A lot of a lot uncomfortable... Of poor adjectives, I would say. <laughs> yeah. A lot of uh, not favorable adjectives. Anyways, the guy from that movie made a great horror movie. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and I only remembered because halfway through it, I could recognize his voice on the phone. I was like, oh, that's a funny cameo. I you're like, that's funny. Like, that's the guy. That's a funny cameo. And yeah. you're like, that's the fucking director. I told you this. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit. <laughs> so the whole time, the rest of the time I'm watching this movie, I'm like... This guy directed this movie? Mm-hmm. Like, that was honestly a really big part of my... Well, it, I'm not going to say it was a sole part of my enjoyment, but just but knowing that in the background is yeah. awesome. And, uh, yeah, he's a he's a wonderful creator, it turns out. Also, he... Another fun fact about him. So, yeah, he does play... He has a little... Uh, what do you fucking call it? Letterbox page? IMDb? No, no, no. Cameo in the movie, right? Oh, yeah. He's a couple different people. Um, and also, his wife, Sarah Paxton... She plays all the voices of the female voices on the phones, right? Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Sarah Paxton is aqua fucking marine. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The thread goes deeper. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, yeah, that was, uh, I loved knowing that information. That information fucking boosted tenfold. Um, I remember, I think I was told before this, I think I read a review of this movie knowing that Justin Long was in it, uh-huh. but still just his performance is so captivating in this movie. Yeah, that's I did so not great. know that. That was a complete... Like, whoa, what yeah. the fuck? This movie, uh, and I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. Ah, uh, you're right. Sorry. It's Justin okay. Long, it? It's okay. Maybe we'll, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's, yeah. if you haven't seen it yet, I think that the hype's not really going to be a reason you see this movie. Yeah. So I don't think that, it's not that I think that if you haven't watched it yet, you're going to dislike I it. I will I also say, though, that that's the thing. if you haven't seen it, you're probably, you're, the, this, this might be your first exposure to it. And I will say, knowing Justin Long was in it did boost my interest in the movie already. Fair enough. But, so, okay, you know what? So if that you, gets you in the fucking theater, that's fair. Justin See, Long's in the movie. Imagine my surprise, right? I'm oh, watching yeah. this movie. I get to the point where the thing happens, right? Great and part. then he shows up, and I was like, what, what is fuck? going on? <laughs> and immediately, what it did for me was it elevated the movie to a whole different level of like, okay, there's going to be more actors in this than i was expecting yeah. like it's an actor an actress i've never seen before and then mm-hmm. bill skarsgård is it bill skarsgård bill skarsgård yep yeah he plays Anyways. the the man at the house and yeah. let me get the actress's name too before i forget 
Um, it is really crazy that the, the thing you're talking about is how it's actually secretly an it movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh shit. Fuck Jake. Uh, can't believe you did that. Georgina Campbell. She's in, uh, she's been in the episode of black mirror. She was in the King Arthur movie. Yeah. She was kind of familiar, but I couldn't pin anything else. She was in it. That sounds familiar in black. She's black in the hang the DJ episode. I actually really liked that one. That's like the dating app one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That that's was a good, good episode. I like that one. I didn't oh, watch black mirror. Is that the, the wait the dating app? It's like the one like they they live in like the little pods and each of their dating things has like a set t- amount of time. On oh, it that's right, that's like right. That. That's, oh, that one's sad. Yeah, you know other one the sidebar, but you know other one I, I got brought up the other day that I was like, oh my god, I fucking hate that one. I'm gonna guess. Go ahead. Is it the one with the eye? No, that one. The entire history of you. <laughs> fuck that one. <laughs> yeah, that I one literally angry. ruined my life. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck that one. Also. It's a great episode, but yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, no, shut up and dance. The one where the kid is being blackmailed. Oh god damn. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to the end and you're like, dude, that's a great no, show. That's no. that's a really great show. I feel like that show gets away with a lot of its like premise just because mm-hmm. it's actually really well written. Oh yeah, great stuff. Like if another show was like half as well written as that and the whole thing was like technology scary. Yeah. That's that's funny you mentioned that because David Elbrick's review of uh Don't Worry Darling just says white mirror. <laughs> pretty funny that's pretty funny do you want me to spoil the movie for you oh yeah i don't care you want to spoil it for them i'll say spoiler alert if you want like to hear it really fast i know this is another sidebar but i guess i'm I'm interested you want to know the plot twist is i gotta watch it all right don't worry darling spoiler alert i will say skip forward like minute a minute and a half ish okay all right here we go three two one spoilers here we go That's a great. That's a great noise for the spoiler alerts. Actually, <laughs> Thank you. Um, spoiler alerts. Um, okay, basically the so you know the movies like the 1950s or whatever, right? Yeah. The whole time I'm thinking in my head, this is not the 1950s. No. They're out in the fucking desert for sure. Mm-hmm. But this shit is modern day. Okay. Right? So I was kind of half right when I, I guess that plot twist. A village situation. What it actually is is that they are in a, a video game, basically. Okay. Harry Styles in real life is so fucking awful looking. <laughs> really? Which might sound mean, but is they're it doing on, it on Is purpose. it a different actor or is it still no, him? No. It's him and they just make they, him look like shit? They make him look, it's like insane. Like you cannot, you're like, I cannot believe Harry Styles can look like that. It That's is awesome. Crazy. I really want to take a look at that. They're in Nuketown? No, no, no. It's nothing even like that. <laughs> they're just, her boy, it's okay. Florence Pugh is a fucking surgeon in real life, and he's like, I don't know, some stay at home computer guy, kind of an incel kind of guy. Okay. And like, he's always like, like she comes home late from work one night, and he's like, I'm, I'm starving. Like I've been waiting for you to get home. And she's like, sorry, I just had to do, I had to do an extra shift. And he's like, oh. And then they like don't have money, which doesn't make sense because she's literally a surgeon. Are they aware they're in the simulation? Okay, at this point, we don't know what's going on yet, okay. right? Florence Pugh was having all these weird shit going on in the simulation. In her brain. But she doesn't know what's going on. Harry Styles keeps telling her, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Basically, long story short, Harry Styles signed up for this program where you can go into this simulated fake world and you can bring your partner with you, but your partner does not know that that's what's going on. Oh. And you have to go and work in real life to pay for the service. So... In the simulation, all the husbands drive off into the desert, and then this like loud rumble happens. But it's them leaving the simulation to go work a job in real life. And the whole time, Florence Pugh is just like, 
in the bed like with her eyeballs all strapped open and like he just like has a rag and with water and like soaks it into her mouth like feed her water and stuff and so she keeps waking up out of it and then getting put back in the simulation and then yeah that's basically the plot twist of the movie that sounds kind of crazy yeah but it's just fine well how's that end that that's about about it she kills nothing else happens she kills harry styles and then she wakes up and the she she's like coming out of the simulation it's like playing all this weird shit and then it it's black and then you can just hear her like <gasps> and then it just says don't worry darling and that's how the movie ends. i fucking hate endings like that dude. yeah it, it was leaves some big things pretty unresolved so really want to see ugly harry styles though i'll show you a picture I but uh yeah probably one of the weakest black mirror episodes i would have seen is genuinely what it is don't worry darling yeah so well, anyways that's I'll it for the skipping. spoilers hit it Man, the people who listened to me and skipped forward one minute and then I was like <laughs> in the you middle say of saying it. Sorry about that. Oopsie. I think that took me three minutes, so sorry. Anyways, back to Barbarian. Um, kind of hard to talk about without spoiling. Yeah, I, I guess I want to say thing, a couple other things and yeah. then we can dive into spoilers. But we brought Patrick with us too. He yeah. really enjoyed it. He yeah, gave it a nine. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to think myself too because I'm trying to decide if I like it more than Nope. Because Nope <sighs> is currently a nine for me. Here's my hot take. Uh-huh. It's the best horror movie of the year. See, I don't disagree, but I'm just having a hard time. I'm having a hard time either putting Nope lower mm-hmm. or raising Barbarian for, higher. For me, they're both eights. They're both eights. And my thing is, is Nope had a lot of really good first-time viewing moments. I agree. But I haven't felt the urge to rewatch Nope. Same with Us. I have not watched Us since it came out. That's fair. And I've seen, I've seen Get Out maybe two or three times. And I would watch Nope again. It's not that I'm against that. I just don't have the urge to go. I don't think I would have seen Nope twice in a theater. Yeah. Um, and maybe if you ask me, I'd be like, yeah, I'll go see it again. Mm-hmm. But like Barbarian, I'd go see Barbarian a third time. Yeah. I'm actually been kind of trying to get somebody else to go watch it and I want to go with them. Yeah, it's it, it's a, it's a, it's one of those movies that's so fucking fun to have someone oh, experience it for the like watching it with oh, you guys for God the damn. first time again was like see that's the thing I wanted to talk about is like for me uh, going in blind I think definitely helps, but I think the movie has actually a lot of rewatch potential that I was really surprised by. It's still so fucking tense, so fucking scary. Yeah. Knowing exactly what's coming and it's so exciting like just like oh my god the whole time i'm just like eager like i'm just like waiting for you to see the part where she finds the rope and then like and then as soon as it's oh, yeah. happening i'm like watching out of the corner of my eye like I'm like what the fuck is going on here and it's, it's really so compelling exciting. like it's really really easy Oops. to just completely lose yourself in like what the yeah. movie is showing you i think also too i think a good um endorsement for the movie for me is i had like <laughs> i'm not going to say involuntary cuz after a certain point i was like i'm certainly doing this on purpose but like i was like reacting with my face during moments of this movie. Yeah. Like, after the thing happened, I literally had my fucking hand yeah. over my face like this for, like, two minutes, and I was, like, just so constantly, like, dude, this is fucking crazy. Like, Me too. Me too. Such a genuinely surprising and really well-made horror movie. Yeah. Very good. Um, Yeah, I really, I really just want to say, like, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, you can keep listening if you... and, and decide if it's something, but I just... Please, this is one of those movies that I think you gotta go into as blind as possible. This movie has like a really endearing sense of like indie charm to it. Also, Mm -hmm. honestly, kind of reminds me of It Follows in that way. It's not Mm -hmm. like It Follows, but I remember feeling while I was watching It Follows that there's like this very specific 
like tone of indie to it. That doesn't mean that it, it looks bad or that right. it looks like the production just you know wasn't no I know super well budgeted or anything like that. I know exactly what you mean. It just really feels against what a normal studio would let a creator get away with. Yeah, if that makes sense. For me, I felt it was a, very innovative. I, I felt that a lot in the acting. Yeah, like I where agree. the acting it. Especially in the beginning, I feel like I don't know how you felt about it, but for me in the beginning, I felt like I was like, okay, I'm on board with this because of the tension, mm-hmm. but the acting is not selling me right really? now. But then once it gets go- like once she goes downstairs for the first time, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, by that point, I was completely over the acting. Yeah, but like I agree. when she's first having her conversations with him in the house. And I mean, but it also kind of works in the movie's favor because it is kind of awkward and cringy. Not cringy in the, like the the dialogue's not cringy, but it's just like it's making you uncomfortable. Yeah. I kind of felt like it helped what the movie's tone was going for. I agree, and I felt like that too. Like I think the, it's really good at budget. subversing what you think is going to happen. Absolutely, so. and I also think that it does a lot with a little. Like, yeah, I agree. I feel like it's a low budget movie, but I don't really know what the budget is. So yeah, I don't know what to call point. it. Like, I would just be very surprised if. Zach Kreger, this is his second movie. His first movie he's made in over 10 years is like getting a big budget to make this movie. Yeah. It's just fucking awesome. Yeah. I loved it. So I think that's really the only non spoiler thing we can talk about. Yeah. And I then think so too. we can dive into some spoilers. Okay. But please, if you haven't seen it, please consider checking out Barbarian. Very good. Should I check and see if it's even playing in theaters anymore? It's a good idea. Let's see. Barbarian Showtimes, folks. I'm coming, coming at you right now. If you're listening from Utah, I guess at least. Barbarian Showtimes. Oops. We got some French some French listeners. I don't know if it's playing there. If, um, yes, it is. Like, for example, tomorrow. Yeah, it's still playing in theaters. Very nice. Go see it, for Go sure. Go see it, everybody. Go see it, for sure. Okay. Yeah, great movie. So here, I'm going to give... Here's spoilers now. <laughs> Barbarian spoilers. Um, I want to give... What's the deal with the fucking caveman? <laughs> the barbarian? Right? Yeah. The woman or what? The mother is what the mother. it's credited as. Yeah, she's the, credited as. Uh-huh. Yes. So, I mean, I'm just mostly curious to pick your brain about it now, how you felt about it. So, when you, when for you was like the first instance of what is going on? Um, or it's like, gotta be... this isn't what I thought this was going to be kind of a thing. Probably when she's in bed and she hears that fucking noise that it makes. Interesting. Because okay. I knew for sure. I was like, okay. That was weird. This is supernatural now. Like, sure. this definitely was not him. But I didn't know <laughs> what that meant. I didn't know if that meant a fucking ghost. I didn't know right. if that meant. Certainly didn't think it meant. um <laughs> What it did mean. What it actually was. Yeah. See, even at that part, I was willing to be like, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Like. You were still thinking it was like, yeah, Bill's being a weirdo. Just because for 15 minutes after that, he's still kind of being weird. Yeah. Like when she, when she leaves the house, I was like, something's up. When he left her that little cute note or whatever in the morning. Yeah. I was like, something's up, something's up, something's up, something's up. Uh Especially like when she wakes up in the morning and just is fine and he's gone. I was like, okay, something's still up with this guy. So for me, it was when she finds the rope. Mm -hmm. As soon as she grabs the rope and there's just a hole in the wall and a rope and she starts pulling on it. I was like, all right, this movie is about to be hell worlds. Like mm-hmm. my mind immediately from that point started racing it to like, guess what is possibly yeah. about to happen. I thought maybe it could have been like a house that Jack built situation where suddenly he's just actually in hell. <laughs> like just something <laughs> yeah. really, really strange like that might happen. My first thought when she was pulling the rope was that it was going to be like attached to someone's 
like I thought it was going to be like a slave in the basement oh, or something, like scary. a sex slave or something scary like that. Yeah. But then a fucking mystery door opens, and that was fucking with me bad. I, was I like, love no. to. This movie is really, really good at like scaring you with a sense of scale. Yeah. Like when you first see the the staircase, okay, it's already a really creepy staircase in a basement. Mm-hmm. So all right, that's already. Or actually, no. First, it's a hallway. Yeah, the hallway. First, from you the just see a hallway down. and it's really dark and you can't really tell what's in there. But it's oh man, there's another room in there. What the fuck? This is already like there's a lot of space to keep secret, right? Mm-hmm. You go in. Obviously, it show it. I think this movie is also really good at showing disturbing image imagery. Oh, I without, thought you meant the initial basement stairwell. I thought we were talking about the part with the rope. Yeah, I know. I thought you were just saying. Never mind. Sorry. I, I hear what you're saying. No, I'm talking about the hallway after she pulls the rope. Yeah, yeah. Th- through the door. The through first the door. door. Yeah, okay. she pulls yeah. the rope. Door opens hallway. Yeah. Um, And then, uh, yeah, you see that really scary room and already you're like, this is fucking freaky. Mm-hmm. Um, Ten minutes later, not even that, like five or so minutes after that, it the the sense of scale just explodes. Like it more than worse doubles. Yeah. And worse. Because suddenly there's a <sighs> hidden doorway and it's a, and then it's a staircase. Well, and you honestly, and you miss the room that's at the end of the hallway. Yeah, there's a room in there. It's showing a bunch of really disturbing, scary stuff. shit, right? Yeah. But then, yeah, after that, just already, oh shit, this is way bigger than I thought, and it was already getting overwhelmingly large. And just like, the I further she goes down, just like me. this sinking pit in your stomach of just like it does no. a really good job of like showing, uh, like the perspective is showing her going down the staircase, so you can see that tiny little bit of light that's left so you understand how far down she's going now oh my god i think that's honestly one of the scariest parts of the movie is just that sense of like oh my god her initial descent yeah like she's just so she's in a place we don't know how big but it's probably way bigger than we think it is and it's completely dark yeah Yeah, exactly honestly in that sense it almost reminded me of annihilation or at least the book when she talks about like the infinite staircase that's exactly what i was thinking of when i was watching the movie but yeah i think that was like one of my favorite parts of the movie is just like how much it fucks with you on that front it's so much fun like, the cherry on great. top of that part for me was when she finally gets to the bottom and turns a corner and there's a rusty gate yeah i was like no this is hell this is <laughs> i would believe i was in the yeah. gates of hell seriously like fuck no i would never have done it first of all oh my god no absolutely i been like i'm sorry you have to come up even here. if he's yelling like fuck it out i would be like you're a fucking liar you should, <laughs> why didn't you say shit it's true it's yeah. true but yeah also just oh man just such a great use of that feeling like that feeling was just, just i felt that the entire time they were in those catacombs right yeah and also just the the props they're using down there there's like really rusty handmade diy architecture like dog cages dog and animals, rusty right can- and just bowls. muddy yeah. texture paths and like just fucking hallways hallways are the same pitch shit black. over and over and over pitch fucking black nothing you can see down well there. also at this so point good. also at this point you're still under the assumption that keith is the one doing this yeah and he's exactly. leading her down here like he's screaming for help and the whole time you're like he is fucking tricking you yeah. and this is so much scarier than i expected already because <laughs> yeah. i didn't think he had a dungeon underneath the house <laughs> yeah, right seriously. but he's tricking you then he comes crawling at her down the hallway and yeah. you're like fuck and then he's like sh- he's telling her to be quiet because there's someone else down yeah. there with them and the whole time i'm just like 
you're lying. He's fucking lying to her. Yeah. He's tricking her. Really great use of lighting and shadows and stuff to like scare you, but like not in like an obnoxious way. Mm-hmm. Actually, sometimes it's a little obnoxious. I will say this movie's got too many jump scares. That's fair. Kind of irritating. It's fair. That's fair. I'm not even somebody who's like, I mean, I am a very jumpy person, so already I'm like one fucking jump scare. I'm like, yeah, that's annoying, but whatever. <laughs> but this movie seriously had like fucking 10. <laughs> like, it's, there's a couple too many. I there. do think they're earned jump scares, though. I think some of them are. I think there is, I think there's two specific specific ones well there's one jump scare that's not even scary and then i think there's two that are cheap ones like i personally hate a uh someone taps someone on the shoulder and they just play a loud violin sting that to me is a cheap jump scare because i'm like okay but like a a true moment of tension where something scary bursts forward for me is a earned jump scare see that part to me i don't even consider a jump scare because like it's not the visual of it isn't popping up in your face What's fucking scary about it is that you have a second to process it before you actually see what what it is. When, when she finally yeah, comes you just running. see. I think. Oh my god, the audio on that part too, because you can hear her fucking stomping, and then and suddenly, as as you suddenly hear you're processing feet. it. Yeah, it's. Oh my god, it's so perfect. I think like, the best part is that as soon as you hear her feet, you probably have the same exact. I think I, this movie does such a good job of making me feel like the main character. Yeah, where. I know that if I was in this situation, I wouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. But the character is fulfilling this need to find out what's going Curiosity. on for me, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I know I don't believe him, but I do want to know what's down there. Yeah, exactly. And so her going down there, but I think the movie also does such a good job of you process the information at the exact same time he does or she does, right? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm like I said, I was telling you, I, I don't believe him. As soon as you hear the footsteps running, you're, like, you're immediately oh, like, not lying. wait, 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 wait. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then like before exactly. you can even, it's like the John Bernthal, like, no, no, wait, 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 what to do there's just and then it's just this then you're assaulted on a visual front by not just another person but just this pale creature elongated limbed naked woman yeah and it's just like screaming like yeah and it is just like literally an assault on all the senses like i I literally think it makes me freeze up yeah that's what i was gonna say is i think that's a really good um differentiator from like just a regular jump scare with a jump scare it's like oh you got me that was fucking stupid this i'm literally frozen in fear while i watch this happen (laughs) for a good it feels like a minute and a half it's probably like a 10 second scene yeah but it feels fucking eternal like as soon as it starts happening i was literally like just like I, I nothing else could break me out of the trance that, like, that this movie put me in. Yeah, it really <laughs> like was like I was like, holy breath. shit, I'm having trouble breathing watching this. It was like the same way I felt when uh, the head scene first happens in Hereditary. The first time I watched it. Oh, oh just yeah, like, yeah, like you, oh, yeah, like my you, it, fucking exactly God. like you're trying to catch your breath. I think that's a really good explanation. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, yeah, it, it fucking smashes his head in, and then it, we cut to black. And she screams. Yeah, and the main character's just like. And then it cuts to the black. Yeah, <laughs> that it's, that was the part I was looking forward to so much. I was so excited to look mm-hmm. over at you guys and just hear. And the thing is, too, is like, I think everybody kind of has the same reaction where you laugh because yeah. it's just like, what the fuck, fuck is going on? Yeah, exactly. And it uh, it just reminds me of like laughing in RRR, where it's just like, oh god, like where it's just like Great this. Time. I'm not even laughing because it's funny. It's just like my body so is excited. like forcing me to yeah. laugh. Like, uh-huh. yeah. And in this sense, I'm not even excited. It's just like, I'm so, I'm getting overwhelmed by how scared that made me. That I'm just like, yeah. oh my God, what to do? Like, oh, I love um, it. I love it. Yeah, it's great. 
Then we then we open on a beach scene. Justin Long's driving, cruising down the street. Yeah. And this movie turns into even something fucking completely different again. Whole mood changes. And it ties it back in a pretty clever way, I think. And it's a big risk. I think yeah. the movie takes a, a major detour for like yeah. 20 minutes. It really does. And I think it pays off well. But I, I think, think so I can see why some people might hate it. I think also, too, it really ties together the general theme of the movie, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's really well done. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we talked about it a little bit privately already but this movie i think does a really really good job of like instead of making these characters who are obviously in the wrong or at least by the end obviously in the wrong right Mm -hmm. by using very subtle red flags and doing it very naturally like i feel like a lot of movies who make this same commentary run into a very similar issue of just really going over the top of these kind of behaviors and i think i think that's fine i think that's like it doesn't dilute the message that they're trying to say or anything like that it just it really creates the image of the message you're trying to, to send it makes it way too just in your face. I, I think, think it lets real life people kind of get away with it. Yeah, I think that too. I think that's a really big part of it is like uh, when you show off these behaviors and it, it was almost like after watching the movie, it almost feels like a real event in the sense that like thinking back on a way somebody behaved and being like, they shouldn't have done that. Right, exactly. I mean, not all the characters. Some characters are like, yeah, no, he's a piece of shit. For sure. But well, Keith I, is a really good example of a exactly. character like that. Like, yeah. even after the movie, I was like, yeah, no, I guess Keith is like an okay guy. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's like a good guy. Right. And then you hear, talks, like, hear Zach talk about it. He's like, no, he's definitely, there's definitely still things he does. He physically stops her yeah, from leaving. He physically the stops he's her from leaving. Overpowering her. He's standing in her yeah. way and blocking. And I'm like, yeah, that part was weird. And I think for me, that message rings so much harder in a movie in like a demonstration of behavior like that Mm -hmm. because it kind of makes me reflect on my own perception of what that behavior was in the moment right in the moment i was like well he doesn't know what's going on you know what i mean figure it out and even after it happened i didn't think anything of it after that until zach describes it that way he's literally physically stopping her yeah and you just assume that he is the killer still yeah so you're like oh well obviously he's gotten these intentions but yeah (laughs) i think i think that message just hits a little bit harder when you kind of fuck with the audience like that. Yeah. Also, I think it, like to, I that, it. to that same point, he, he, she tells him no multiple times when he's asking her to sit down and drink some drinks with him. Yeah. But he's still, he just keeps, and asking. he's like harping on it. And like, again, it, it is, it's in this, like, I don't want to say innocent way, but it's in it's this subtle non threatening way. Yeah. It's just exactly. a persistent way. That's still, you're still not respecting someone's, Say, there no is the whole sentence that's yeah she's telling you no and he's like okay but what if we do <laughs> like, yeah exactly and it's not in a sexual way or anything like that but still i i agree it's like a, mm-hmm. there's all of the men are have like this layer and each one is slightly more and more a version of something and i obviously obviously i think he made a really good point like obviously i don't think that keith is like a piece of shit. Like yeah, he's, he's not, not an evil person. Terrible person, but he has things that he can work on. Yeah, definitely. Well, he he's could a, have worked. He's on. exhibiting a lot of behaviors that, like, they're not good. They're not good behaviors, right? And even with Justin Long's character, I feel like he embodies a lot of those in the same sense of like, I feel like the same way that I think Green Book. I don't like Green Book because the way that that movie portrays racism is a very like. It's not that it's an untrue version of racism. Yes, racism exists like that. Yeah. But I think it gets, it lets so much more modern day racism get swept under the rug when you're just focusing on these macro aggressions, basically. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, okay, yeah. well, yeah, obviously this guy is a piece of shit, but mm-hmm. what about all these other fuckers? Like, yeah. And I think Justin Long's character, I think he was perfect. 
I oh think my he god, was he was great. perfect for that role. I think also too something you brought up when we first talked about the movie after we watched it that it's certainly intentional. He does it with all of the male characters. I notice is mm-hmm. that like he lets you stick around that character before they kind of show their true face to you, right? And I think that's fucking genius. Mm-hmm. Like even with Justin Long, he's certainly already exhibiting some very strongly some negative yeah. like behaviors very quickly. But I think what you talked about how like the whole st- his whole arc is his perspective. Mm-hmm. You don't actually see the victim of his crime mm-hmm. ever. Never. Never. We don't even ever hear it. He hears the information secondhand. Yeah. Basically, and there's never he's, yeah, he's accused of a sexual assault. Yeah. Of a, another actress. And there's never a moment where I'm like, yeah, she's totally fucking lying. No. But no. it's more so it's just playing with you because he's chipping away at you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it fucking works. Yeah. Like it, it it's I think it's such a good way to to like just kind of let you I don't want to say attached because that makes me sound like I'm uh, like uh, identifying with the character too much. Right. But it lets you stick with the character long enough to like kind of get him. You know yeah. what I mean? And understand his part. He's likable. Exactly. Like, that's the thing about it is like what he's doing is awful, but he makes it the character is likable. And that's why I, I think, think that's that really was, well done. And that's why I think that he was perfect for it. And honestly, one thing that I do think is probably missing a little bit from this conversation that I, mean, I didn't think about this beforehand or whatever, but I am really curious from like a woman's perspective if you ever felt like that, yeah. like, or if it's, or if it literally is just a self-reflection thing that it's like, yeah, obviously you as a man hearing this man, obviously eventually yeah, really you started to sympathize, not sympathize. Cause I didn't sympathize with him, mm-hmm. but I, the movie is harping on it to the point where at, at one point I was questioning whether or not I was like, I can't tell if I'm supposed to think this guy did it. Yeah, exactly. Which is, I never felt like, Oh, she's fucking lying. Like I was never on his side to that extent, like to the point where I was like, this guy's innocent. Yeah. But I was like, okay, what is going on? Like, is there more to it than we know? Like what exactly is the situation here? And then it's like, one phone call and one scene yep. just fucking flipped. Completely, you're like motherfucker. This guy almost convinced me. Exactly, and like I, feel I think like, that's oh, I think that that that's so a really perfect. strong mes- message too. Because when we see these characters who like are guilty of these same crimes or exhibit these same sorts of behaviors, mm-hmm. right off the bat, almost immediate, it's like, no, this guy's a piece of shit. You don't like him, don't you? Yeah, he's right. a bad person because right. of what he did. I think this is a way more realistic depiction of what that might look like in real life. Exactly. Like, yeah, these like abusers and people who like do this shit to people are not making it very obvious from the get-go yeah and a lot of times they are likable like a lot of times they're using their facade and their personality to throw people off the scent and i think so i think that's i thought that was really well done i loved it exactly and i feel like it just does such a good for like a me too commentary in a movie in modern day i think it does a really good job i'm trying to think of the right way to explain this but basically like i think that yes it focuses so much on his point of view and I could I could see why maybe someone would show that as a critique. Yeah. But I would push back on that because I do think that ultimately the point the film is trying to get across is that Justin Long doesn't need to be a monster mm-hmm. to have to face consequences for his actions. Yeah. And that a- you can have these he can have these conflicting feelings feelings, right? Like mm-hmm. Justin Long can go through these waves of trying to be, you know, macho when he's talking to his guy friends and being like, no, dude, like, she was totally asking for it, right? Yeah. And then when he's pissed drunk on the phone, drunk calling her, trying to be like, I'm so sorry. It's like, even when he's apologizing, it's like, he can mean it. He can mean his apology, but that doesn't make that... It doesn't absolve the crime. Exactly. Like, And I feel like I thought that that was a really effective, like, 
point of conversation in kind of the Me Too era of films and everything was that it was just such a good perspective to put out of not to sympathize with the abuser. Yeah. I don't think that's the intention. And I, I didn't not. sympathize. Like, I don't think you're supposed to feel bad that like, oh, but he does really feel bad and he made a mistake. I think the whole point is he does feel bad mm-hmm. and too fucking bad. Yeah. Like he has to. And I also think the whole point of the movie is that he never fucking changes and yeah, he doesn't exactly. feel bad. <laughs> I think that's another thing. Honestly, it's like, uh, I mean, we really see it near the end, but uh, I think another scene I think really exemplifies that as when he's face to face with the the guy in the basement. I forget his name. The actual, like the actual monster monster. Yes, man. exactly. Right. Yeah, the 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 basement man, right? Sure. The, the the cave dweller, right? I can't remember what his name is. And Frank like, or something like that. He's a yeah. He's like immediately repulsed and disgusted. But realistically, he's just a much more like further evolved version of Justin Long's exactly. character. Like the, each evolution of a man, of the man in this movie, I think. That is the point. They are a reflection yeah. of each other with massive degrees separating them. Yeah. Like the Keith's behavior to Justin Long's are miles apart. Yeah. But Justin Long's behavior to Frank's behavior are also yeah. miles apart. Exactly. Like- <laughs> Which I, I thought that was really, really good. But especially near the end when you when you see it, it's almost comedic how it's set up. Because yeah. it's fucking genius. He, he like sits there and he has like this monologue. And the movie kind of tricks you into thinking like, oh my God, is the message they're going to try to hammer home that like actually this guy is going to redeem himself and actually like people can change. And you know what? They fucking still got me with that. I know exactly. It works really well. I was like, I cannot believe this is the direction I'm going in this movie. I feel like everything else wasn't anything like this. And honestly, I just, I, I really loved that scene because I think it was a very nuanced position. Yeah. Cause my whole thing with it, right. Is that like, you know, broad scale, right prison abolition and like you know inmates rights and shit like that right mm-hmm. a lot of the people in there are doing i mean a lot of people in there are for non-violent crimes right right but a lot of people are in prison for violent crimes and some of those violent crimes are sexual crimes mm-hmm. and so it's like you know at some point some of those pe- people still have their humanity right and people have the capacity for change or whatever right mm-hmm. and i feel like you can maybe get that from his sentence or his, his little monologue, right? Yeah. I don't think that you're supposed to be... The monologue is not that Harvey Weinstein did nothing <laughs> wrong, right? Yeah. It's nothing like that. But I do think that the monologue is getting at this point of... Or at least what I felt like it was going for was like, you know, people who, whether they th- know better... I don't think knowing better is a valid response. I feel like yeah, you're I a agree. grown man and you you did know better, yeah. right? But I do think you can feel bad. You can feel you can feel guilt and shame of what you've done. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's processes where people can heal through that. And like you know, ultimately, it's up to a victim how that process goes and everything. But I felt like that was a really strong point. But then on top of that, to still hammer home the point that, yeah. but in this specific instance, this motherfucker is not a good person. He's still. just trying to make himself feel better. Exactly. That's 100% he's lying to himself. Like, even just, oh, God, I think the monologue itself is so good. Like, he says something that's he's like... He's referring to a completely different yeah, thing, kind of. Well, I think that, but also just the actual words he's using. I'm like, this is very clever, I think. He's like, maybe I'm not a good person, but... Or maybe I just did something bad and I am a good person. But yeah, maybe I'm a good person who did a bad thing. Yeah, it's like a whole thing about like his own personal morality. It's mm-hmm. not about like committing a crime or facing the consequences of that crime. It's his morality that he feels <laughs> like is fucking fucked up right now. Right, exactly. And then the first thing he does. And even even the steps after that are still really <laughs> subtle. It's yeah. not... It builds up to something very explosive, and I think right. it's perfect. But the first thing he does in the face of danger is immediately leave the he fucking did. person that he hurt 
physically. Yeah, but he behind. was just monologuing. That he was just talking about how he wants to do better and he wants to help this person. Yeah. First thing he does is fucking run past her and leave her behind. <laughs> and tell her to hurry up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, we gotta hurry. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah, and then eventually explodes into like, hey... I don't think you can get away, but I can if you distract her. Mm -hmm. And he fucking throws her off of the water tower. And then to fucking put the cherry on top it after that. It just keeps going and yeah, going and keeps going. going. And then he gets the bump. He's like, oh, my God. I'm You You kind of, like, jumped. Like, you did kind of jump. Like He's I, like, I, I didn't even actually let you go. Yeah, you kind of slipped. Like, you jumped for sure. I, I'm saving you now, though. I'm I am saving you right now. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, oh, my God. What a brilliant display of this very exactly like you said it's just very nuanced yeah. it's really well done how many different fucking cycles of toxicity and just awful behavior yeah that they demonstrate in this character in like 10 minutes it's amazing and i think that i think that's why i would be so curious to hear this from a woman's perspective is just because like i'm totally willing to admit that like it might be my own internalized processing of it that mm -hmm. made me even feel ever at any point that he had some nuance to his character, right? Yeah. Because maybe if you're a woman, the whole time you're like, no, fuck this yeah. guy. You're fucking lying through your teeth, right? Yeah. Like, maybe it's this internal thing to, like, want to believe, not want to believe him, but want mm. to believe that he has the capacity for change. Right. I think that's my biggest thing. Is like, That's a good point, too. I want to believe that he means it. Yeah. But he fucking doesn't. Like, yeah. and he just, <laughs> and then he gets what he deserves right at the very fucking end. And that's what I think, too, is like, and I think that's a valid response to it, is to immediately yeah. be, sh like, shut off from sort of what the movie's trying to do because you don't want anything to do with this character. Right, yeah. That exactly. is a logical 100%. reaction to it. Yeah. But also, I think it's a really clever way for the movie to, to kind of tell you what it wants to tell you. Because yeah. the message at the end isn't that, like, people change right you should really cut this guy some slack it's definitely not what the movie's trying to say <laughs> right exactly but yeah well, and i then, would never say to somebody who like felt that way about this movie be like well you didn't fucking get it yeah no if anything like, no. i'd be like oh that's really i'm curious that's what, what that hey, says that's about okay me. yeah right, exactly. exactly yeah i'd be like hey i think that's an okay. that's that, that's a totally fair response exactly. to, to this character in this movie um and then it's also just crazy too because by the end of the movie like i felt so sad when she was going to yeah. shoot the mother oh, in the face or whatever. My God. Doesn't she say something, too? Does the mother say something? Or is she she's just, just saying, going, baby. Yeah, like, baby. Yeah. And she's, like, trying to help her, but God. she, like, knows she's hurt. So and she's, like, trying to sad, gesture dude. to her to go back to the house. Like, Yeah. I think that's another thing, too, that I think, like, kind of cements the point. And it sounds kind of goofy to say out loud, but, like, the way you, like, just very suddenly feel such compassion for this very terrifying looking monster mm -hmm. over like the regular looking man at the very end of the movie, I think is really telling of yeah. what the movie's message is. Honestly, the only part that I, I, the only part that I don't love, but I kind of chalk it up to just be horror schlocky fun yeah. is when the homeless guy's like, she ain't never been in here. She, she never bothered me. And then she yeah. comes busting through and fucking <laughs> rips his arms off and beats him to death. Yeah. That's the only part that I'm like, okay, that was very goofy, but, but in a fun way. Yeah. But that is so fucked up that he got beat to death. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. This guy. That, I think. I mean, if you wanted, if you if you wanted to chalk it up further than that, I feel like there could be an argument made that, like, well, it kind of contextualizes why she's in there because she cares about that woman so much true. at this point. You she's know just what I mean? trying to get her. That away maybe, from yeah, she didn't. Yeah, no, she never would normally bother this guy in his in his little dome of safety. And from this, and from the mother's perspective, she has no reason to believe that men are anything but yeah, just vessels for evil. Yeah, that's <laughs> like true. because of what happened to her and everything. And yeah. like, God, then that doesn't even scrape the surface of like the whole 
Reaganomics of it. I was oh, really God. glad to hear in the podcast interview with him, him acknowledge that because mm. I was like, okay, it wasn't just me fucking digging too deep. <laughs> no. That shit was in there for sure. Because, yeah, I mean, we don't have to open that whole can of worms. We talked about this movie for That's like an hour and a half. Another hour we yeah. dive into all that. But I will say, I love the stylistic choice. Yeah. When it's showing like a time. In before the, the events of yeah. the of the actual movie are taking place with like a wide focal lens and like extra boost of color mm-hmm. if anything very sad of, like pearl yeah exactly like pearl yeah and i feel like a lot of other movies use like a, like sapia or mm-hmm. you know just black and white to be like oh old timey yeah or eh, never mind that's a whole other fucking thing but i'll you know, talk about it on a other call Saul episode the uh the only other thing too that like we, and we don't have to necessarily go into this, but it, it reminded me, like, I think one of the other things that this movie really does well, I think in terms of, like, the Reaganomics or whatever, that was just, like, a very fun, like, oh, thematic thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like, I think my initial review, Ethan was, like, giving me shit for it, but I Mocking stand by it, bit, right? Yeah. yeah, it was that, like, the movie, for me, my initial thing was, like, obviously the Me Too stuff was in there, mm-hmm. but for me, what I felt like I initially came out of it thinking is that, like, Frank represents just, like, the fucking domino effect of Reaganomics in the (laughs) 80s. And by the end of the movie, what that has turned into, the mother, right? If you still want... If you you consider her, like, the monster in the movie, right? Even though she might not be ultimately the true monster, she's like Frankenstein in this movie, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I would say that she is supposed to represent, like, the modern, just, like, unfettered capitalism eating its own tail at this point, where no matter who the fuck you are... If you're this homeless guy, you're getting fucking killed. If you're this guy, mm-hmm. you're getting fucking killed. If you're this girl, you're getting kidnapped, right? Like, everything is falling apart because of the things that happened with Frank back in the 80s, domino affecting until today. I think it's a very clever way to look at it. Yeah, that was... But the other thing I wanted to say, though, was that how it, how I felt like this movie made me self-reflect about my opinions on Justin Long's character, mm-hmm. I felt the same way with the homeless man's character. Because we talked about it a little bit after oh, the yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But his initial introduction in the movie where he's chasing her is scary. Mm-hmm. And I obviously, I, okay, the movie's not being generous it's to it. Definitely pay, it it's it's definitely framed. wants you to, to be afraid. <laughs> right. right. But I don't but, think it, that doesn't completely crumble the logic of what you're trying to say, though. Yeah. I still think that's still a very valid thing to pick up on. And even just her in general. like That, her, that was her fear and everything, too. I just felt like that was a... Yeah. That was an astute point also. Yeah. I, I like that part. I agree. I think uh, also what's really interesting, and I won't take too much longer here, just a, a, another minute rec- recognition again for Zach. Yeah. He talks about in that uh, podcast interview, he talks about like, I just, I really loved when he would talk about things where he would be like, he would just write something and then later find a connection to it. Yeah. Like, oh shit. That's why I did that. The whole fucking barbarian oh Airbnb God. thing. Yeah. Barbarian Airbnb. Uh, and then he talks about something else just like that was really subtle about like where he drew inspiration for just something in the movie. And he's like, yeah, I guess it was cause I was thinking of this thing, but I didn't realize that until like fucking 10 well, days after I actually wrote it. The whole part where he's going off about the uh, the house number and like how the yeah, Romans and it. all that. That's like, what, yeah, that's what it was. Like that yeah. stuff I just thought was so cool that he was like, yeah, I'm just pulling from stuff and i not really meaning to. I just find that connection later. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't know about you, but I get insane imposter syndrome when I like write about fucking anything at all. 100%. I'm always like, oh my God, I'm trying so fucking hard. When realistically, I'm like, no, this is just stuff I'm it's pulling from naturally. Right, yeah, exactly. I just, oh, I just loved hearing him talk about that. I felt, I felt, I felt very personally validated <laughs> when he talked about that. I'm trying to find what that podcast I listened to was. Oh God, because I want to shout them out. You should totally that was, do that. Yeah, just trying to find it. it. They're like teachers, but I can't remember. 
what would be like a like extras extras credit or something like that? I think it was called extras credit. You sent it to me, didn't you? Yeah, I did. It is. It's called Extra Credits Podcast. Yeah, the Extra Credits. The Extra Credit Podcast. They have. They did. They did two whole episodes on Barbarian, and then did a third episode where they interviewed the director. So shout out to them. I haven't listened to their uh, spoiler episode. I should listen to that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't listen to that um, either. But yeah. It's a really good podcast. If you see the movie and it uh, piqued your interest, I highly recommend listening to it because it's yeah. the director of this movie is. I, I think he's he's genuinely. I've been like obsessing over his career since I watched this movie, just because I find him just such an interesting creator now. <laughs> like, yeah, and uh, I really do hope he does something else. I would love to see what else he's got. He's got brewing, man. I'd love to see it. I think he's a really wonderful creator. Like I told you, uh, I just started looking up like interviews and stuff because I wanted to see. Uh, I won't get into the whole thing. A, fr- a very close friend of his died recently. Mm-hmm. Another person that I used to watch growing up, and I wanted to see if maybe that had any inspiration on the movie itself. But the first thing I found when I looked up Zach Krieger is him playing Dark Souls three streaming it and just talking about alcoholism for like an hour and a half and Which i just listened funny. to the whole thing and it's so fascinating he's a really great speaker like well it's funny too uh, because he even says in that podcast that like yeah at the very end yeah that for him he's like my actual what i think this movie is about is alcoholism yeah and he's like i know this is gonna be probably disappointing for a lot of people but for me it means something that i don't think anybody else would really get from it and it's like addiction it's alcoholism yeah and yeah especially after listening to those streams about it it's like yeah holy shit it stems in like every sort of Part of his life. Yeah. Which, yeah, I think that contextualizes it in a really interesting way, too. I definitely don't want to have this pressure on him of, like, I've already seen people, like, comparing him to, like, Jordan Peele and stuff like that, which is fine. I just Mm -hmm. don't, I just am like, ah, man, just, like, let us, let him get his movies out. That's, like, so much fucking pressure to put on that. I know, dude, seriously. To be like, holy shit, you're the next Jordan Peele. For me, I just am just sitting very happily just knowing how much recognition he's getting for Barbarian after its release. Exactly. Because that's, like, that really cements the quality of, like, the creative piece itself. Is that, like, I didn't fucking know shit about the movie, and now I feel like I'm actively finding things of just more and more people talking about it after it comes out. It's just, it's just like, you'll see that very often. Like, here's what I want to, here's what I want to say about it. And then if we're done, we can close on this, I guess, or we can start to wrap it up. I have been feeling this way about movies that I like recently, right? Like movies that I think are good movies that come out. Right. And I'm going to make an, I'm going to make a comparison. This is going to be an unfair comparison, but follow the, my logic here. Okay. Okay. There's movies that are good because I know they're good. Like, I'm like, that was a good movie. I I don't really have complaints about that movie. Mm-hmm. That was a good movie, 8 out of 10. And then there's movies like Barbarian that I actually have a lot of issues with. Like, <laughs> I, can, I can see, there's a lot of parts where I can feel myself being like, I'm going to overlook that. Resisting it a little right, bit. Right, yeah. And despite that, I'm going to give it an 8 because it's so much fun and just like, I just like it like it's like compelling for me to return to. That's how I felt about RRR, right? Yeah, like the spirit of it. Exactly. And yeah. so this is an unfair comparison, but like the Northman versus Barbarian, right? Okay. The Northman in comparison, I don't know when I will ever watch that movie ever ever <laughs> ever again. Uh-huh. But it's a good movie. Yeah. It's an 8 out of 10 movie mm-hmm. for me. But I think Barbarian is far superior. Yeah, I can agree with that. But actually. not in terms of, like, filmmaking. <laughs> I yeah. think that, like, as a piece of film craft, an ex- as an example of, like, mastering the craft of making a movie, I think The Northman's a better movie. Better made. Right. 
but I like Barbarian more. It's more inspired. And I just, that's how I've been having that conflict with a lot of movies lately of just like, yeah, okay, I like it. And that, and I think that's my biggest thing with Nope versus this and this versus a lot of other horror movies I've seen this year. Yeah. I think for me, the reason why it wins out the pack is that of the last few years, Barbarian, Barbarian's not as good as Hereditary or A Midsummer or an, or I'm trying to think of some other ones that I really adore that came out recently, but like, yeah. but it's up there with them just because it's, it's really good on top of being very memorable. Yeah. And like genuinely original and shocking and like things I didn't expect to see and engaging and all that shit rolled into one. Right. Right. Um, and yeah, that's just why I really, I really love the movie. I really yeah. love Barbarian. Me too. So good. And I know that was kind of your closing statement, but I feel like that's also a really interesting conversation to have. So I'm going to, I keep going. No, I was just saying if you have to roll into it a little bit. Let's hear it. I think what you're talking about and what I really like about what you're saying is something I've actually been struggling with a lot of art I consume too, is just identifying not hyper specific, but just things that I just admire more mm-hmm. in a cre in a creation. You know what I mean? Sure. That I'm gonna give it props props for more. And I think, yeah, Barbarian especially is fucking full of it mm-hmm. because it's pulling on so many different things that you feel that he wrote in there very specifically. Right. The Northman is like, for me, the Northman, the, the only thing that the Northman kind of gets close to in that comparison is like the fucking Night Sword. I'm like, oh, that's like a really creative, yeah, exactly. like, yeah. just like thing that you're like. And the monster, the fight where he fights the big skeleton. Yeah. Like, it's okay. like, it's kind of like, it's, it, it, it's like a conceptualization that like, it's going to be hard to translate into writing and then creating it itself. Right. But he fucking tried to do it anyway and he did great. Right. So it's like that outworldliness that like that part that really feels like the creator purposefully put that there because they wanted to put that in there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel like barbarian is full of that. Like that's what I, so I, I, I like what you said about that. I think, I think uh, there's a lot to admire in it. And there's also something about a movie that scratches this itch for me, especially like a movie that like unfolds where I don't know what's going to happen kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. Where, par- and Parasite did this really well. Parasite, for me, didn't do this for me on a first watch, but on a second watch, I really appreciated it. Where, like, okay, uh, a situation presents itself where you basically can have the rug pulled out from underneath you, and you don't know quite what's going on. Right. And your mind is racing to figure out what's going to happen next. For me, on an initial watch, Parasite had a lot of moments where what eventually I discover is happening is not as grand as I had built it up in my head. Right. Um, but on a rewatch, I, that didn't matter to me. And I, and it made the movie like a masterpiece, like for, yeah. for, for when I, once I knew where it was going, I was like, okay, it's a masterpiece for those reasons. But barbarian on the other hand was like, every time that situation would happen, anything I could think was topped by yeah, what was actually going on. I totally agree. And that was just like, that is an, that experience is a rare experience. I feel like from a movie. So that doesn't make it a better movie than parasite at all. Yeah. But I just think it makes for a, a special experience to watch that movie. Totally, and agree. that's how I felt about totally it. Totally agree. Yeah, really fucking great movie. Great stuff. Eight Learn out of ten. Four K. As soon as that hits oh, the press, absolutely. It hits the presses. Barbarian's a hard one because I I want to hold off. I know there will be some cool shit. Oh god, me too. But I'll get the four K. I guess for now, anyway. There's a a shirt. But with that barbarian title card, I know. I wish there was some online ceramics shit for barbarian. Oh, some cool shit. Okay, like okay. Sorry, last point, last comparison. Uh-huh. Maybe a Northman was an unfair one. I, Ethan's gonna be so mad. He's like, first you shit on the Green Knight, then you shit on the fucking <laughs> Northman. Like I like both. But of I do a think lot. that's a good comparison. I think there's a lot of like very grounded things that I admire in the Northman. Right. But 
God damn, when you get shit like this, it's like, I, I, I can't explain it well and articulate it well, but I really understand the, why you'd compare those two movies <laughs> yeah. in what you're talking about. Right. Like, okay, maybe another one that's a little more fair is X versus Barbarian. Okay. Both completely in the same vein. Both have a lot of fun and everything, right? Yeah. Both 8 out of 10s for me. Mm-hmm. But for me, those movies are not even close. Yeah, I I'm agree. like, X is a low 8. Barbarian's a very high 8. Yeah. <laughs> like, within the scale of 1 to 10 of just my 8. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's some... And X has fun degrees. with itself and it's not afraid to get weird either. Right. But... I just think the themes that Barbarian goes for while also doing those same things and going even further than X ever did, I think is what really impresses me about exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Fuck, I love that movie, man. So great movie. Great stuff. Yeah, go see it. Whew. But I think that about wraps up our discussion today, Jake. <laughs> God, that comes booming in. I wonder how loud that's going to be. <laughs> um, I don't know... What I don't know if We're it actually makes a... it quieter while it's recording, so I'm just going to turn it off. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I don't think we're doing a top five, right? No. I don't know if I'm have one I re- Jesus, are we going to be here for another 30, 45 minutes? I, just, I remember we talked about doing that little our little idea with the You know what I think would, would be fun? Let's hear it. Let's do a would you rather. Oh, that would be fun. You want to do want that? To get, you got one ready to go? I had one earlier today. It's a little... I have a fucked up one ready to go. I also got a fucked up one. All right, let's hear yours. You go first. Would you... Would you rather cut off one of your fingers okay. with pliers or okay. one of your toes with scissors? Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, I'll I'll be I'll be honest. Uh-huh. It could be any one of your I fingers. could live without the fucking toe, but the <laughs> idea the scissors, of right? the scissors yeah. That is vile. See, the pulling off of my finger with oh, the pliers fuck. is so messy and just, like, barbaric and not going to work very well. Yeah. And way more inconvenient. Yeah. <sighs> but I think you can get a pair of plier clippers around your pinky. Or yeah, at least you can do it, like, like, half at a to time. The side yeah. And just ripping it It'd back be pretty rough. Forth. But, yeah, with the scissors, because I had an idea that maybe you could, like, get the scissors in a position that you can yeah, stomp that's, on that's the exactly handle. Yeah, that's exactly what I was but thinking. But there's no way that's going to be clean. It's going to like fucking break a little bit okay. and snap around a little bit. It's Either way, it's not going to be clean. Here's what I'm gonna either do. way, it's going to take a couple tries. You're going to have to do like half and half on one toe and no, probably I thought have some it. collateral involved. I thought of it. I'm going to go scissors on the pinky toe. <laughs> scissors on the left pinky toe. Fuck me. Yeah, that's a rough one. Scissors outside. No, you know what's fucked though is you can't cut your pinky toe with the... the you got to have that shit deep, deep in the in scissors. There, yep. Okay, so I'm going to go... I'm going to go scissors... All in. Scissors straight down. Okay. Right? Interesting. Go get as far down into it as I possibly can and then turn them sideways as I much onto my this. other toes as possible. Oh, that's smart. Right? And then I'm just taking, like, what's heavy enough? I can't punch it. I, I don't want to take a brick and smash my fucking foot, but I got to get something that's I mean, if it's secure through. enough on your other toes, you could use your other foot and stomp on it. Yeah, but that going to it's one messy, foot though. and trying to stomp on your own, you're going to fuck that up. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how I would do it. I would just hurry and bash that shit as hard as I could. You uh, know what you could do also is uh, take both your hands on both handles like this and just fucking... Like down that way? But yeah, just down, just like that. Still, there's too much room for slippage. Yeah, a lot of slippage. I think you're getting slippage regardless. <sighs> okay, you ready to hear mine? I'm glad you like that one. <laughs> I thought you were going to be yeah. like, that's so gross. I do like that one. Maybe I'll mute the mics for certain parts of this one, because uh-huh. it's pretty It's pretty gross. Oh, fuck. Okay, let's All hear right. it. 
you have a partner in this situation, okay? Okay. Um, <laughs> would you rather... <laughs> you're gonna fucking hate it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hi, Melanie. No! <laughs> um, don't. Would you rather... <laughs> your no, mother... Like your father or your mother, right? Depending on how... One of your parents... Okay. And your partner. This is a general question for the audience, okay? I saw this on TikTok and it was fucked up. Um... <laughs> Your partner and one of your parents swap bodies. Okay? And the only way to get them back is to have sex with one of them. (laughs) Are you having sex with your partner in your mom's body or vice versa? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's a good one. Oh my god! I'll, I I have the answer for me. I personally. think the rule has to be if you bring these up, you got to answer it first. Yeah, I'll say. Oh, right. you want me to answer it first? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think you have no choice but to have sex with your own mother's body. Yeah. Because here's the thing: as awful as that's going to be for you, right? Mm-hmm. You and your partner are the ones who experience it. It's true. I think it's less collateral damage. I think for me personally, the 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 knowledge afterwards. This is fucking between terrible. me and my mom. That is way more vile. So much worse. So much worse. And yeah, I don't think anyone wants to answer it, but I really, think I that's really the don't only... want to answer it. But I also, I think I would agree. That's <laughs> the only way to go about it. The There's only, a lot of the situations... less collateral collateral damage there. I think. I think that. Plus, there's a lot of ways oh, to hide it. There's the a lot of fuck? ways to, like, you know. Oh, my God. I fucking hate that question. Cut a hole in the sheet. Oh, my God. Jesus. Terrible. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. So write in and tell us your answers. Yeah. God <laughs> <laughs> damn. That was good. That was good. Yeah, I cut rather, off my pinky, I think. Would you rather be pretty fun? Yeah, that is fun. I'm going to hurry and look up one more Halloween one. Get wa- Let's wash that taste out of our mouth. Yeah, please. God, yeah. Uh-huh. These are dumb, but I'll read it to you. Okay. Would you rather be a black cat or a vampire bat? Bat. Yeah, I think so for sure. Because I think I if, fly. if, yeah, exactly. I think if I could choose any like animal to like take over or like be reincarnated as, it's always going to be some kind of bird. Fucking fly wherever you want, dude. Plus, I don't. Know be a hawk. Is, I don't know if this is cheating or not, but uh-huh. or a falcon. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because you're Evil. one, you're not even a prey. You're not even prey. You're just a predator that flies. Yeah, go wherever That's the fuck true. you want. That's true. Nothing to worry about. Plus, I'm gonna say, if I'm a vampire bat, it means that I can turn into a vampire. Well, I think. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we can put that spin on it. Then I'm for sure doing vampire. Bat. Well, that's such a now it's a weird word to rather because you would would you rather be a regular normal black cat or a a bat that is also a human vampire. <laughs> <laughs> that lives forever. <laughs> Here was the other one that popped up. Would you rather drink apple cider or eat pumpkin spice cake? Ew. That's not what I wanted. I wanted, like, would you rather get your fucking nards gnarled or your <laughs> butt shrunk? Would you rather get... Uh... <laughs> eh, let's hear mind. it. Let's no. hear it. Let's <laughs> hear it. Um, would you rather receive head from a werewolf or a vampire? Oh. Oh. 
here's the thing. I, I, feel, I, I can see both of those going very good or very bad. I think the thing about a vampire is... They got the teeth. They, well, they got the teeth, but the worst that's going to happen is I'll, I would probably become a vampire. Here's the thing. A werewolf is I'm a... Okay, here's the... One, that's bestiality. I'll, sta- I'll stake my case on a... Two, I'm yeah, losing Yeah, but there's a lot more slobber. TMI. God. Uh, here's the thing, though. Disgusting. A vampire, it's in a vampire's best interest. Uh-huh. For that thing to be as full of blood as possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh, fuck, man. We had to put some bleepers in here. That'd be so funny. <laughs> Would you rather... Oh my god! Oh god, we got we. Can, that was we, a Halloween we one. We could save it. We could save some. Oh god! Some All right, Whew, that does it for us. An hour forty-two, not too shabby. Yeah, that's it for that us this par. week, folks. We I'm were Isaac. Fucking around near the end, could have cut it down, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm Isaac. That's the best part, though. Exactly. You can follow me on everything at Isaac Ramen. Jake, where can people find you? Find me on Litterbox or anywhere else at underscore Moonscented. You can follow the podcast on everything at Monolith Pod. Really, the Instagram is what we're going to be the most active on. I think, are we making the exact, is the executive decision that we're just focusing on Instagram this year? Yeah. This season? Yeah. 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 Follow us on Instagram at Monolith Pod. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll post one more post on the Twitter and Facebook. We'll see. <sighs> Who knows? Yeah. But follow us on Letterbox 2 on our HQ page. And while you're there, consider signing up for a pro or patron account using the discount code M-O-N-O-L-I-T-H for 20% off. Shout out to Fonz for the music this Whoa. season. Oh, oh. <laughs> wrong button. <laughs> Fonz, check out his uh, his sol- or his standalone music as well. He makes uh, some very good music. Thanks for joining us, folks. It's been a long time. It's good to be back. We're not sure if we're going to be back quite next week. Yeah, we but it's October. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Going a lot on. of stuff going on. Well, we'll a lot of pots on the boil. Try and get one more Halloween episode in for you though this month. So a lot of pies in the oven. <laughs> Pumpkin pies. Oh. So keep an eye out. Thanks for listening this time. And as always, folks, enjoy your PSL.